Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 102, an episode that has uh, just one more Dalmatian in it than last time. Uh, I was listening to that episode today and I was like, I hope when we record tonight he actually <laughs> follows through and mentions 102 Dalmatians. I, how could I not? Uh, Justin Morris out with me once again and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. Uh, John Cullen. And Stefan, you are still reporting live uh, from the field down there in Los Angeles. Uh, welcome. That is correct. Yes. Uh, do you have uh, any further updates this week on, on uh, how America is treating you? I know you had some uh, bad experiences with Mexican food last week. I don't think it, I don't think it was the Mexican food. I think it was um, the... Like the fruit water. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, we you said that this. last time, but I don't. We think, covered. I don't this. think that's what. Like, what about fruit water would have given you hot diarrhea? I don't know, but I. I don't think it was the Mexican food because that was the day before, and I. I had like a normal turd. <laughs> and I see. And, that. and yeah, I, I had. True. You know what? I had like three cups of coffee that day too. So you were actually shitting out coffee. Maybe it was just that. Oh, I get, Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, that makes more sense than the. Because why would the watermelon be hot? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm thinking. You know, and why would it give me diarrhea, really? I'm, I'm glad you settled on not blaming the Mexican food, though, because it, it just seemed like yeah, a, no, little, I, a little racist. I maybe. had Mexican food this weekend. I had very good Mexican food this weekend. We had Korean barbecue on Thursday. I'm going to go to a Korean fried chicken place soon as well that looks Ooh, really good. Fancy. So, Have you uh, um, have you made a meal yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, I bought a, um, I'm going to make one tonight. I got a, uh, like a frozen thing of butter chicken from Trader Joe's. I got to put that in the microwave. So. Okay. Well, that's not making a meal though. You like you, you, well, get, you get that. I mean, you have to, there's steps you have to actually, no, you know what? I bought a little egg cooker thing, this cool little round egg cooking thing. And you can, you can like poach eggs in there. You can make omelets. So I'm going to make omelets. That's S- a meal, right? Sick. Well, what? Yeah. An omelet. What is it? An omelet constitutes as a meal, but I just don't. I don't know that you're going to actually have the ability to construct an omelet. What is it that can? No, only... this, is, this is easy. It, it, it makes the omelet for you. It only cooks eggs, though. Nothing else. It's an egg cooker. I got it on Amazon Prime. I've been on an Amazon Prime streak because it's like so much better down here. Yeah, between that and like Trader Joe's, is America just changing your whole bum life right now? Well, that and like HBO Go and like Netflix is good. Actually, you know, the, the Netflix difference isn't, it's like a bit exaggerated because uh, most of the good stuff on Netflix is like the exclusive stuff. Yeah. And we get there anyway. Yes. Um, I also I think, think that Canada's thing for been me is just like buying booze at a Target is nice. And buying booze for like $2 a bottle. Yeah. Like the Trader Joe's beer and the wine is so cheap that it's, I don't understand it at all. And oh. there's like a corner store down the street that's like a little. Nice family-run corner store, and they had like this huge beer selection. And I know I'm still not used to that. We've talked about this off the air before, but when I moved down to LA, I was in like the best shape of my adult life, and then not having access to marijuana while I lived there and compensating with two-dollar bottles of wine 
is exactly why I am the fat turd you see before <laughs> you today. The hot coffee <laughs> that's in front of me right now. It's either I, the you marijuana, know what? I, I will yeah. say, like, I, I was, because uh, you talked about that last episode, and then I was like, okay, I didn't really know, I didn't know you when you were in LA. So I was like, okay, I'll go look up some pictures and see like the difference. And what uh, I looked like in like 2012 before yeah. I moved down there. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah you weren't lying. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, no, it was a good looking uh, man back then. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far. You look like the lead singer of Blues Traveler's son. What? <laughs> well, because you had the big sideburns I guess, then. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason why, really. You didn't actually look like him. Although it has yeah. been a good week for uh, for people guessing what you look like. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> so glad that I decided to be forthcoming with uh, my deepest, <laughs> like the things that really hurt me. So that people, and I won't mention who they are could go on to our Facebook group and be like, oh, yeah, you think it's insulting that you look, people say you look like Action Bronson? Actually, you don't look like Action Bronson because Action Bronson is way better looking than you. <laughs> fuck you, by the way, if you're listening Justin, right now. I know. No, I you are. Go fuck yourself. That, Sam, Sam Anderson. That is an extremely cruel... I told you what my like big weakness is, and you blew me up like I was the fucking Death Star. Fuck you. I will, Justin, I will say, I think you look like Action Bronson, and I think I would, I would fuck Action Bronson for sure. So <laughs> I hope right. that helps. Well, that was my, that, I'll be honest, that was my favorite part of the Facebook discussion was the, I, I, think you, I think you kind of look like Action Bronson, but I would have sex with Action Bronson, and I would not have sex with you. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. What a sweet, I love interacting with the fans. <laughs> Justin, speaking of you oh uh, having sex. Yeah, we're doing this, are we, on the show? <laughs> well, I think we have to. Okay. Can you please read out the, the message you sent us? No. Okay, well, I'll no, read I'm it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'll read it. Uh, I, had a lovely, I'll, I, can I, read it I had a lovely date with a, with a yeah. human woman this week. <laughs> Okay, that a is human. not at all what you said to us. <laughs> a human woman. And she was uh, a, a, just a treat of a, of a person, and I had a great time. And she apparently never wants to see me again, even though she also had a great time. So you tell me. I don't know. Well, let me – okay, do you want to read it, John, or should I read it? You can read it, and I'll just may, I'll sing in the background. You, okay, I want you to read it after me, though. I want to hear your take okay, on it. Okay, sure, yeah, like a couple dra- – like a dramatic reading. Yeah, okay, yeah, where okay. was it? Oh, here, um, hold on. If we're going to do, like, a dramatic reading, should I get some, like, nice piano music in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe get some, like, slow, maybe, like, the Twin Peaks theme, you know, something kind of, like, Peaks slow theme. and soulful. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm searching piano on uh, on Apple Music. Soft, relaxed okay. piano. That's what I'm, I'm pulling up right here. Okay. Okay, this song is called, uh, oh, okay, what, what should I choose? There's actually a lot of great ones. There's... Uh, well, let me just, let me, let me just set this up. So, Justin posted... He, he was telling us about his, his date and, yes, and how was. it went. And, yeah. and um, how she never wants to, to see advice. me again and how I don't understand yeah. that at all. That's true, yeah. Because yeah. we both had and a And you were coming to us for time. advice because we're, we're these, you know, these old, uh, old dogs, so <laughs> yeah, to speak. That's and, us. Uh, Just a couple of old yeah. dogs. We're, uh, we're, no, we're, what are we? We're uh, wild dogs. We're the... Uh, wild we're hogs? Tr- wild hogs, yeah. Wild we're, hogs. We're, we're John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, and... Whoever else is in there. William H. Macy. Tim oh, Allen, Tim maybe? Allen, yeah. Tim Allen's in there for sure. Okay, the, And well, I'm pretty sure William H. Macy is too. Yes, he is, yeah. So, Justin, okay, this, this song, because you've, you've been hurt, this, this is called Healing Music. Okay. 
I don't know what it's going to sound like, just for the record. Okay, so I'll read it, and then you can read it. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is Justin Morissette. Uh, Saturday afternoon, around uh, like 2.30, I would say. I made her laugh all night, and then made her come multiple times. I don't know how a first date could have gone any better. Are you just stopping? John, right do you want to give it a try? Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I'll play some. I'll play some music on my end. Now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You play some music, and I will play the. Uh, and I'll play the. I'll. I'll read okay. it. Out. <laughs> okay. Just a sec here. Uh... <laughs> okay. One second. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sm- I'm gonna do a small extended version here. I'm still okay. reeling from this, fellas. This yeah, is no, he, still, he was the first raw. thing. It was the first thing he brought up when he when he <laughs> when he came over here. He's very he's very raw from all the times yes. from all the times he made her. Come. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> this is a private moment. Well, it's not with now. my buds. With my buds, except <laughs> and like five thousand people that listen to the show. Yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't send all of them this message. No, that's true. Okay, you ready? Let me see how this goes. This is okay. this is uh, Dvorak. So okay. I think this would be all right. Let's see. So this is the extended version of this. The director's cut. Yeah. I wanted to go a little, a little different. I like it. So the girl I went out with on Thursday, who came back to my place afterward and fucked me on the first date, just texted, saying she had a really great time the other night, but isn't looking for a relationship right now, and doesn't want to lead me on by seeing me again. The only explanation I can think of is I'm terrible at sex. <laughs> LOL. Eleven minutes later, I made her laugh all night and then made her come multiple times. I don't know how a first date could have gone any better. That was actually a perfect wrap-up. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. trying to go for like a, like a fast, kind of like Mission Impossible kind of like intense feel at the beginning and then, and then kind of lean into the sadness towards the end. I'm glad that yeah. this like... I kind of want to take a screen grab of, of Justin's message and make it into a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does seem I'm, like something you would do. I'm glad that this private moment that I wanted to have with my friends is now just being shared. For the yet. record, he also did spell come C-U-M. Thousands of other people. He spelled it. He Great. spelled it the sex way. The porn. That's, way. that's acceptable, I think. Oh yeah, I, I, think that's I didn't say it you wasn't acceptable. Them. I just. I, I also just, want to point out. I wanted that, to paint a picture that a post breakup John, particularly on donor mailbag episodes, has talked many, many times about how he fucks a lot. I've never talked about oh, that. But no, if, I, I don't but think I brought it up wrong. one single time, and you both were like, "Whoa, dude, hey." I don't need that. Come on now. I didn't. We never said think, that. I, we t- we were trying. I to think talk it was because no, it. I enjoyed it. I think it was because it was kind of like out of the blue. Fair. Like, you you, you could have been like, yeah, you know, we had a really great night. Like we had we fooled around a bit. It was fun, and you were like, very. Yeah. To like, be fair, like, I was never like, so hey, how? I was never like, hey, boys. Uh, so I went out with this girl last night. Yeah, I made her come multiple times, but uh, you know, other than that, like, you, I would never throw that in there. You know. Well. I'm, but I, hey, I'm I'm proud of you, dude. Like I'm glad that you're good well, at it. She she squirted. I never had that experience <laughs> before. <laughs> <laughs> that was a first for me. No, no. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, how do we talk about sports after this? <laughs> no. Oh what? my god. <laughs> I leave. I'm gone for two weeks. <laughs> I can't handle this. Oh, that's so funny. Holy well, I shit. didn't want to talk about this at all. So. <laughs> and then you're like, well, now that we're talking about it, let's just I'm go just, way That's over why I brought it up in the <laughs> chat. It was a strange experience. But you didn't bring that up in the chat. Well, that's how I knew. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, yeah, I'm just having... Like I'm picturing, I can't picture it as anything but like a pratfall, like someone like put their finger in the water fountain as you went for it, you know. Well, I was just in Vegas, and uh, I was just thinking of the Bellagio fountain when he was explaining that. <laughs> of course, how was Vegas, by the way? Oh, it was fine. It was fine. It's not like I mean, there's no you... squirting. But... <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> have you been? No. Have you been, Stefan? Yeah, I went for a bachelor party in 2012 okay, when I had yeah. just turned 21. Nice. Yeah, in it's August, like, so it was like forty-five degrees. Yeah, it was like the the yesterday. It was forty-two, but felt like forty-eight. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, okay. it's like the thing about Vegas that I'll I will say that I was impressed with is that it's exactly what you think it is. So like whatever you think it is, it is that. Like it, it was like trashy and shitty. Like yesterday, I had the I feel it's like, like Eminem. In that it is whatever we say it is. Exactly. And if it wasn't, why would we, we say, say it, it is? is? Exactly. So true. Like yesterday, I feel like I ran the gamut of uh, Vegas experiences. So we, uh, so first, uh, uh, I was going up to my room at about one p.m. in the afternoon. This girl came into the elevator with me and this one. Me and this other guy were in the elevator. She ran in, like hold the elevator doors. Seemed totally fine. Very pretty girl, very large fake breasts, wearing an extremely skimpy bikini. Then as soon as she got into the elevator, she just started crying. So, uh, so girl crying uh, first. Okay. Then uh, we, their wedding, uh, we had a suite in Caesar's Palace. That's where they had the reception. So they rented this suite. We got kicked out of the suite for being too loud. So that seems like a real Vegas experience as well. Yep. Then... <clears throat> we went from there to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, which is a themed restaurant slash casino within our own casino, mind you. And uh, I went into the washroom when we first got there. And I, I, so I was flying home at 7.20 this morning. So I had to wake up at 5. So I was pretty tired. It was about 12.30 at this point. We had been kicked out of our, out of our suite. So we went across the street to Margaritaville. I walk in the washroom with me and my buddy. There's two people in one of the stalls. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? Like, you can clearly see, like, four feet underneath the stall. So I'm like, oh, cool. There's just guys doing coke in the washroom of Margaritaville. Mm -hmm. Nope. One guy started loudly throwing up. <laughs> and then I just turned to my buddy, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to bed. See you guys later. <laughs> so that's, that's enough for John. I can't. Uh, I'm out. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So I, uh, you know, it was fine. I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, but I certainly would be in no rush to go back. But if there was the option of going to NHL hockey games. Totally. And the arena's really nice. Like, that's what I said. I said, if I would go back, I would like to go with, like, a girlfriend and, like, stay in a nice hotel. Because the thing about Vegas is there's amazing restaurants mm -hmm. and shows. Like, I didn't have a chance to do any of that because we were busy doing wedding stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be the thing. If you, you could go see Britney. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I would love to see Britney, bitch. Um, but uh, I, uh, yeah, or Celine. I would totally see Celine too. 
for all the time. Anyway, uh, so I basically, yeah, I would go back with a girl. I think the perfect amount of time to go is like three or four days. Sounds about right. Yeah, go like basically have an amazing dinner every night, go to a Golden Knights game, go to a really good show. That's it. All right. Because the experience I had, it was a little too many fake boobs and fake people and like and you can also smoke inside and like shrimp there cocktails yeah exactly yeah like i th- feel like any place where you're allowed to smoke inside um should just not that should just be burned off the earth <clears throat> yeah i think don't... we should do a uh, a real good show trip to to vegas for a game yeah I'd i'm be into that like yeah. all the listeners yeah. oh yeah sure all the listeners yeah, absolutely yeah i'm sure the tickets won't be that expensive i'm no. sh- and i'm sure that even if they were you could get a pretty steep discount if you know the best place to buy and sell sports and concert tickets. Yeah, and just before you, uh, you this is a great segue that you're doing, and, uh, and I really do appreciate everything that you are doing. Uh, I just would like this uh, week, obviously a very sad thing happened. Uh, <clears throat> the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, uh, Linkin Park, uh, passed away. Chester Bennington, he committed suicide. And uh, so this Seat Geek ad... Uh, is going to be dedicated to you, Chester. So thank you for everything you've done. And if you'd like to buy tickets to a Linkin Park concert, you can do so on SeatGeek. But I'm pretty sure they'll be immediately you, refunded. I don't think you can anymore. Oh, I mean, you, you can. They had a big arena tour planned and yes. it got canceled. Yeah, that's what happens. Results, obviously. Yes. But anyway, Chester, rest in peace. Uh, Justin, uh, good luck. All right. Well, we all know, fellas, that buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated. But there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that's with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek apps on our phone, and it's by far the easiest way that we've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find the seats I'm looking for. In fact, one of our listeners, speaking of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or just the Vegas Golden Knights, rather, used our promo code this week to buy a pair of tickets to Vegas' first ever game, a preseason contest against the Vancouver Canucks. Two tickets with the promo code came out to just $10. That's so true. So where are you going to do better than that? I'll tell you where. Nowhere. It doesn't exist. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today. That's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Rest in peace, Chester. Yeah, that was very... I thought that was, uh, I thought that was Britney Spears' Toxic at first. <laughs> oh, very yeah. similar. I think actually the DJ from Linkin Park, I know he at least directed the music video for Toxic. It's entirely possible that he produced the track also. The DJ from Linkin Park? Yeah. I can't remember what his name is. The Asian guy. Well, you're thinking of Mike Shinoda? No. Mike Shinoda? No. no. Not, uh, not oh the, Joseph Hahn. Not the guy who scored the raid, and of yeah, course no. the raid jo- too. Joseph Hahn. Yes, Joseph Hahn is the man. Uh, uh, I know that he directed the video. He may have produced the track too. Interesting. Joseph yeah. Hahn, Toxic. 
Because uh, I'm pretty sure it is a different guy. Really? Yeah, Joe. Uh, there, it is named. It's Joseph Kahn. Uh, oh. That worked with uh, Britney Spears and Joe. Han is ah. in Lincoln Park. Ah, my mistake. I can see how you would make that mistake. Yes, yes. but yes, all he, their names uh, look the same. To Joseph Kahn has directed. Uh, he's won several MTV Video Music Awards with nominations for Best Video of the Year for Brandy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine, Britney Spears, Toxic, Chris Brown, Forever, I'm The Pussycat Dolls, When I Grow Up, Eminem, We Made You, Britney Spears, Womanizer, and Eminem, Love the Way You Lie. I'm pretty sure he also directed. A movie called Torque, starring Adam Scott. He did. That was uh, like a ripoff right. of Fast and Furious that is f- infamous for having mm. one moment where there's like a forced perspective shot from like underneath a car seat, like towards the ignition. And Adam Scott is putting the key into the ignition of the car. But because of the perspective of the shot, the key that he's holding is actually like two feet long. It's like an enormous... <laughs> novelty oh uh, okay nice cool and that photo has been circulated joseph Kahn also uh won a grammy for best music video for uh taylor swift's bad blood featuring kendrick lamar yeah. uh, but this yeah. is not the lincoln park guy no at all. that's joseph Hahn. Ah. uh torque yes it is a uh the film uh it was starring adam scott martin henderson Ice Cube, uh, Monet Mazur, Jamie Presley, uh, a bunch of, and a bunch of there's other also and Christina Milian. There's also a, a motorcycle wow. fight scene in that film that's like Mountain Dew versus Pepsi. They like have a battle. Oh, really? It says yeah. the film tells the story of large groups of highly skilled motor racers who's participating in underground motorcycle races. The film was mainly inspired by The Fast and the Furious. It's very bad. It grossed $46 million worldwide against a production budget of $40 million. It was a commercial failure and received generally negative reviews from film critics who criticized the unnecessary humor, the acting performances, as well as the writing, storyline, and direction, though some critics praised the action sequences. I'll praise Adam Scott also, because what a handsome... I just, like I Adam found Scott, the picture like, of the big... From, like, talking really funny. to me or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay, crazy. And, like, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Stefan, you're looking at that giant key right now? It's huge. It's, like, the size... It's gigantic. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what they... Like what were they thinking? It's so big. It's, like it's it, it, I thought you. I thought you said. I thought you meant it was like a regular key, but it was just long. But it's like a novelty key. Yeah, it's only like the shot is only like a second and a half or something. So I think it's just so that yeah. like the item is noticeable in this very quick cut. But it is hilariously right, large. Fun. Yeah. Uh, John, if you want to take a look at this giant key, I have right here now too. Okay, sure. Yeah, I would love to see it. All right, guys, you want to play a little trivia game right now? Sure. Okay, there are uh, 11 uh, songs on the soundtrack to the film Torque. Uh, I would like for you guys to guess which bands are featured on the soundtrack of this film called Torque. Ooh. Okay. So, Stefan, uh, you can go first. Can you give us the year that the film came out The film first? came out in 2004. 2004. Yeah. yeah. Um, LL Cool J. Uh, nope. I'll say right now they're all, with the exception of one art, there's one hip hop artist. All the rest are like rock. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Justin. Uh, Nickelback. Nickelback is the first track. Ooh. Someday by Nickelback. Yep. Ooh. That's right. Justin's got one. Stefan. I'm on the board. Um. It's Green like, Day. Uh, nope. Nope. There you are. You did bands. that thing again where you put the emphasis on the wrong. Yeah. Green Day. Green Day? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Green Day. 
<laughs> yeah, you say it super fucking weird. Okay, um, Justin, go ahead. Uh, 2004. Yeah, it's like a lot of shitty, like just think of like shitty kind of bands that like would, that you like think. Like new metal? Be, yeah, there's some new metal. Oh, I know what my next guess is. Yeah, there's, I, I'm going to guess. There's some new metal. There's some kind of like not classic rock, but like more straight ahead rock. Static X. Static X is on it. Push it oh my by God. Static X. I'm doing so good. Yeah, Justin's up two nothing. Stefan, go ahead. Uh, Velvet Revolver. No, oh, but that is a great, great that is guess. a really good guess. But I feel like that album came out in like 06, no? I want to say. Yeah, it was 2003, I think. Was it? Okay. It was early. Okay. Yeah. Justin. <sighs> uh, I'm trying to think of like what kind of music I was listening to in 2004. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incubus? No. No Incubus. No. no. Close. Okay. Uh, Papa Roach? No, that's a good guess too, Justin. Okay, you, because you said I was close. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hoobastank. Hoobastank is on there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. oh, on the board again. And for some reason, it's called "Out of Control" bracket Hoobastank song. I don't know why that's in the brackets, but uh, okay. Um, fuck. Uh, I'm just trying that. to think of like, uh, what about Breaking Benjamin? Oh Ooh. wow, you're pulling some. Re- you're going too deep, Stefan. That they're not on there. You're going too wow. deep. I'll say uh, of the bands that are left, there are uh, there's one that like I've never heard of, so I don't think you guys would get that. Then, the, like I said, you still have the one hip hop artist, and then there's two punk bands, and then three uh, what I would call like straight ahead rock. Okay. Okay. Uh, hip hop. I'm gonna go like DMX. Maybe? No. Good guess though. No. Okay. No. Uh, I'm gonna say the Hives. No, but that Ooh. is a good guess too. Ooh. Uh, you guys are missing one real big one that I feel like you'll that would make a lot of sense. That would be in a motorcycle movie. Uh, like just just how like lame this person is. Is it the American badass Kid Rock? It is Kid Rock. Okay, yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> about the Undertaker him. riding his motorcycle <laughs> down to the ring. To Forever song. by Kid Rock. Okay, we're n- we're gonna stop this soon. But Stefan, you got to get one of these here. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, the vines. No. Like, Ride With Me is not in a motorcycle movie? That's, no. That seems like the best guess yet, honestly. Yeah, no, Fuck. it's not there. How have I not... Oh, my God. Go... Think of the, think of punk bands, like classic punk bands. Oh, like classic, not from, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, classic punk bands. Uh, the Sex Pistols? No, too classic. Okay, so... I said Green Day, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we okay. all heard you say that. Yeah. In that weird Green Day. Way you say that. Yeah. So no, like, but Green Day era punk bands. Uh, um, Jane's Addiction. It's not punk. Jane's but... Addiction is on there. Yep. Yes. That is one of the straight ahead rock. So the ones you guys okay. didn't get, Monster Magnet. Ooh, I Ooh. never would have guessed the that. The two classic punk bands are MXPX and Pennywise. Oh, right. Oh, Pennywise. MXPX. Yeah. And then the one uh, hip-hop group is Nerd. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lap dance. Of course. I'm a dirty dog. I'm a dirty dog. That's probably what's playing when Adam Scott puts yeah. that giant I'm key a motherfucking dirty dog. <laughs> Justin, you killed that. That was I really did, impressive. I, don't I think know this should be a I new segment. That. Oh, I, don't, I have no I, idea. I, I want this to be a new segment where we get a shitty early 2000s, like terrible action movie, 
and we have to guess what the soundtrack is. Yeah, that should be a thing. It's they a good don't really segment. do like tie-in albums anymore. No, but those there are definitely some good ones. Yeah, Lap Dance, I definitely know all the words to that song, especially like Lee Harvey's hilarious verse. He's like our guy that was a rapper for like four seconds, and his verse is like so gross and hilarious. Between like 1995 and like 2005, though, I feel like that was just that was the biggest thing was to just oh have totally. A, Oh, a yeah. massive compilation record attached to your huge blockbuster oh, big film. time. Half of the, which, like, the music never even well, and a lot appeared of it, in the movie at all. Well, and a lot of it would be, like, uh, they'd get new, like, I remember End of Days, I think I brought that up on the I show I have before. that soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, they had, like, an unreleased Guns N' Roses track. They had a Corn song that wasn't on any other Corn albums. They had an unreleased Limp Biscuit track. An unreleased Eminem track on yes, that record right. also. Oh, that Eminem track was good, actually. I'm going to fucking play that next. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's uh, move on. Should we, should we make some sort of emotional statement in regards to mental health in the wake of Chester's suicide? I feel like that's what, like, every single radio station did this week, was, like, do a three-minute break where we talk about how serious mental health issues are, and if you need help, reach out for it, please. I, I think that just, that covers it. Yeah. I think that covers I it. I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... Uh, you know, yeah, it's uh, and a lot of people were like, and we're 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 here for you. I good, mean, I'm glad I fucking hate Lincoln Park. Glad I never have to hear them again. Like now's not uh, the time, okay? And it's also yeah. you're they're and also a, you're a gonna, huge. You're gonna hear them even more. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna hear them forever. <laughs> uh, End of days got 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty cute. I never saw the movie. I just had the. Soundtrack. I definitely never saw the movie. That's for sure. Okay, let me find out what that Eminem song was called, and I'm gonna look it up. Um, but yeah, so if you need help, reach out. Reach out to us. We're always available. We're, I, we're think, always online. I think I've been pretty open about the fact that I was in a big time struggle around the time we started doing this show, and mm-hmm. that doing this show kind of helped me get out of that. So uh, it's I think it's important to talk about uh, dark times, even if you're currently not in them anymore, because it does end. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of uh, that Eminem song, there are it talks about suicide. I feel like immediately right away, if I remember. Influence. I say the world's already fucked. I'm just adding to it. Oh yeah, I remember that one. They say I'm suicidal. Teenagers do as I do. Come on, do as I do. Go hang in that and do it. Just pull the plug. Don't though. Yeah. Please don't. No, no. But that's those are just the lyrics of this. I did. I will say I watched. Uh, I watched a bunch of Linkin Park music videos last night. The Limp Biscuit song is so bad that's on here. Crushed by Limp Biscuit. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's you. okay. Uh, Breaking the Habit. Oh, th- great track. I think is, uh, or cha- yeah, yeah, Breaking, Breaking the Habit. The Habit yeah. It's like a cartoon music video about Chester killing himself. It was very difficult to watch. Uh, so I would recommend not doing that. But it also, it's kind of interesting how... I don't know, like, that music seems to be ascribed to, like, describing, like, teenage angst or whatever, but it's not just, like, teen angst, clearly, because it's not a gimmick that he was using to sell records to 15-year-olds, even though it worked like a charm at the time, because uh, clearly these were real feelings of his that he could not shake for his entire life, so it's pretty sad, honestly. For some do we reason, have any, uh, the... Uh, uh, think? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, I can stop yeah. talking about... This musician killing himself. Okay, well, here's a funny thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, to come out of that, for some <laughs> reason, the only version of Crushed that I can find on the internet is the karaoke version. <laughs> because you know that's what people are really looking for oh, at karaoke yeah. an unreleased Limp Bizkit <laughs> song. <laughs> 
Biscuit. It literally just goes, it's Limp Biscuit at the beginning. But we do have some donors to thank this week. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yes. Uh, my old roommate Graham Perkins, yeah, pledged five sixty nine. We've show. done this. Uh, we've done this really cool thing recently where we've gotten people uh, to do favors for us, and then they give us money. Yeah, like Craig Tamble uh, did that, and now Graham he helps you move your uh, video game, and he then just gives you money. To he the sure thing. did. Yeah, uh, he I'm texted me uh, when he did it too. I think he uh, pledged on my birthday last uh, week. well, thank you and to was Graham. Like, Keep hustling. Well, so that's, that's what I'm, I'm trying to do it. This is another, uh, this is the day after your birthday. I'm, I'm guessing you really want to say this person's last name. So. Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. Because <laughs> so I'm not right sure ahead. it's real. It sounds like it a fake name. It does kind of sound Everything about this sounds fake. Yeah. His name is Anthony Fabricatore. Yeah, exactly. Which sounds fabricatore. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Log off. Great uh, we also got a $5 pledge from John Black. That's like the name you check in at at a hotel when yeah. you don't want to use your real name. Me? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> John Black or John White, depending on how gangster I'm feeling. And then uh, last, uh, $5 pledge from uh, frequent Facebook group contributor Karen DeGroff. Yeah, good, real good salad girl. Real good salad girl, yeah. So it's nice that we have another female listener and one that donates to the show. And also, to be fair... And also, I think uh, San Jose Sharks fan as well. I we, think so. We do have a lot of Sharks I fans. I think so. And she's also uh, quite mean uh, to us uh, yeah. in the Facebook group. So yeah. it's good that she's, she's giving us money. She said we needed she, an, she's, earned, she's earned these insults. She said we needed an interview. Yeah, she was mad about Del Taco, right? Yes. yes. She was really mad about Del Taco? Yeah. Which, have okay. you been to Del Taco I haven't gone yet. yet. No, I no, admit, I it is super cheap, and, like, you are better off going to, like, a food truck, I'm sure. But also, like, right. it's not always easy to find a food truck at, like, 2.30 in the morning, you know? Oh man, I think if I ate, yeah, if I, I, mean, I suppose that's true. I think those people do go home and sleep sometimes. I think if I ate fast food tacos at two thirty in the morning, that would be my version of hungover. Somebody called it able to get sub Taco Bell, though. That's bullshit. That is the worst take I've ever heard in our Facebook group, and there've been some bad There's ones. There's been a lot of bad ones, so that is saying something for sure. Um, All right, well, uh, who said that? Was it was it Aaron Mackay? <laughs> No, no it wasn't. I don't, no, it was because um, it was someone who said that they were familiar with with Probably Ryan Rees. It might have been Ryan Rees. Our Rees. Sacramento boy. I'm going to go look it up right now. Um, but, yeah, so we were going to talk. There was a few funny things that happened in sports this week. Last night, uh, we, were, we were originally considering this for Clip of the Week, and then we didn't end up using it for Clip of the Week. But uh, good boy Mike Petke of Real Salt Lake in the MLS uh, got extremely mad at the refereeing in the game. He was kicked out of the game and responded by showing up to his press conference with uh, printed out pictures to hand to all of the members of the press yeah. demonstrating how his team had been fucked over. The and press I just conference say, was a... Uh, it was pretty unbelievable. It was a real good show, if I don't say so <laughs> myself. We, uh, uh, we use that pun on podcasts. Oh. One of the episodes... Yeah, we called it a real good episode, I think. Well... Um, oh, yeah. It was Ryan Rees called Del Taco low-rent T-Bell. That is the most trash opinion I have ever seen on our Facebook group before. Okay. Well. Facebook.com slash group slash Real Good Show. Share your bad opinions with us. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it on the show. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, I just thought that that was absolutely hilarious. I, I friggin' love when... Uh, 
when coaches when go coaches off. go off and like it's just it just the measuring of it was so funny. He's like, "Do you guys?" He starts the conference by saying, "Do you guys got your cameras on? Get you got your, your little recorders, your out? radio recorders running. Yeah. You guys got that going." You're gonna want to hear this. He waits. This. He waits for like thirty I'm seconds. I'm only doing this one time, and yeah. then it's over. Yeah, and then he literally takes printouts of things that happened in the game and just hands them and out. Uh, and other games also. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was comparing his own games to other games, he, and it's he funny. Clearly had. Well, I, I'm assuming he got kicked out of the game relatively early. Uh, yeah, he must have had like yeah. an hour. He had enough time to run down to Kinko's yeah. and make some copies. <laughs> <laughs> he was handing them out to all the people in the media room too. It's like one of the most impressive collections of evidence since Take That for Data. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the Take That for Data was great too. Yeah, see, that was the only problem that we – the reason we didn't choose it for Clip of the Week – is that there wasn't really uh, a kind of take that for data type statement. Yeah, exactly. it sounds more visual than yeah. anything else. Yeah, exactly. but if you haven't seen it, you should definitely look it up because Coach's Melting Down is great, but it's even better when it's like a controlled meltdown, which which it seemed like it was with Mike Petke. And the MLS has had a reputation of, of being horribly consistent referee-wise, so um, so it's pretty funny as well to, to see that. So I, I did definitely enjoy that from sports this week. I don't really have much to say about it other than it was great. I was hoping that it might actually make the cut for clip of the week because that would show like just how dire things are as we're in the dog days of summer here that we have well, no choice. The clip we chose is like pretty fucking stupid. We have no choice but to put the the spotlight on fucking major league soccer. Hey, hey, easy. Okay. I know you're a fan. I mean, you know I'm a big fan. <laughs> The choice that's like beat it out is not like it's not like it's not significantly better. better. True. No, true. that is true. But, but it John, is... even as a fan of MLS and like a season ticket holder and sitting in the South Sider section, like I don't know, like how do you justify shitting all over the CFL when the MLS is like to soccer what the CFL is to football? See, I don't agree with that though. I don't think that's true at all because. The MLS, like attendance-wise, it's not even close. Absolutely dominates the CFL. The CFL also only has nine teams, and the MLS has 22. I'm just talking about like an approximation of the game at the highest level. Um, I would say that the MLS uh, is much closer. Like you have a guy like Sebastian Javinko who plays for Toronto FC. He could be playing for a top club in Europe. Toronto FC just offered him more money. There's no one in the CFL where you're like, well, if he was in the NFL, he would be a starting player on an NFL team. Yeah. That like, doesn't exist. Even when a guy tears up the CFL, yeah. like Stefan Legion or whatever, like yeah, he'll go. Yeah, exactly. And he'll be either a kick returner or he'll just be on like the practice Yeah, the squad. only guys are like defensive guys, like, like Cam, Cam Wake. Wake and guys like that where mm. – you know, they just maybe need a little bit more time to learn the game. But even then, even when Cam Wake was great, it took him a few years to be good in the NFL. Like, Javinko could legitimately be in a top European league, starting on a top European team and scoring goals. Mm -hmm. So you can't say that about the CFL. There's no one where you're like, oh, well, it's pretty sweet that Jennings is playing for the Lions because, I mean, he could be on the Detroit Lions and be their starting QB. Like, yeah. no, like that Literally the entire marketing campaign for the BC Lions this season, it's all like all over, splashed all over the sides it's of so the buses bad. and stuff. So I, I was waiting to talk about it. They're so bad. It's who is <laughs> Jennings? Right, right. Come find out. Buy a ticket and find out. Just see what's up. Who is John Jennings? Yeah. You'll have to come the see the The marketing was it's literally, hey, like, no one knows who these guys are. Who is, who's this guy? Hey, who's, who's this player? 
Is he is he is he even playing? I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys know who this is? We don't even know. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. What Who's a some like, guy. <laughs> what yeah. a league. Yeah. Like well, it, that's it is, how you sell yourself. Yeah, exactly. You you should honestly you should come and just see this guy. Yeah. He's a pretty like it's almost like it's it's they're running it like it's like a circus freak show. <laughs> you gotta come. Have you ever seen a guy with uh, um, dog face? Well, you gotta. <laughs> Come and see it. You never know what could happen. You, you never, never know. You who never know what playing. you're gonna see. You never know. <laughs> Just imagine, like even the Canadians selling themselves that way. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the Vancouver Canadians, that is, oh, are yeah. like summer league baseball team. Yeah. Just being like, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who? I. I mean, no one really knows. Have you seen the movie Summer Catch? <laughs> Starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel. This is kind of like that. Yeah. Come see. Uh, Freddie Prince might be here. <laughs> now, this, the soundtrack for that, the soundtrack for Summer Catch. Oh, you want That's next episode. Was Summer Catch one no, of those, like, Project Greenlight movies? I feel like it was. Um, I'm not sure. Let me see. I was, I was just talking about this recently with, uh, with a lady. Um, we were, I was joking about how bad it was. I wouldn't Did know. You I never squirt? saw it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, oh, there's some Uncle Cracker in there. There's some Collective Soul. Oh, okay. So you're already looking yeah. it up. I thought we were doing it next episode, but all right. Yeah, I couldn't resist, man. I needed to yeah. know. Oh, fast, fastball, but yeah. not the way. <laughs> The other song that Fastball had? Oh, yeah, Makes No Difference. Some 41. 41. Yeah, some 41. Yeah. There's Semisonic, but not Closing Time. Yeah, there's some it classic. was not a Project Greenlight No, movie. I, I was going to say, it seems like way too much of a uh, like sanitized movie. It says, Summer Catch oh, holds man, an 8% rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 91 reviews with the consensus, a cliched and predictable sports comedy that's mostly devoid of excitement or laughs, Summer Catch is strictly Bush League. And it is. Ooh. It also... I uh, think uh, closing time, if I was a relief pitcher, that would be my, my uh, oh. entry music. Yeah, of course. Time. Finish your whiskey perfect? or beer. Um, yeah. The budget for Summer Catch was $34 million, and it only recouped $19.7 of that. So wow. not, uh, not so great. <laughs> oh, you know what the, the, uh, the character's name was that Freddie Prince Jr. played? Ryan Dunn. Oh. Yeah, I did see that. He died. Not uh, not the guy who died in a car accident. But. No, no. Another a one. A different Ryan Dunn who also yeah. died. Well, the yeah. other big sports thing this week was uh, the Cavaliers are imploding. So now there's yes, only... Yes, exactly. So now, like, the East is just going to be trash all around, basically. I mean, well, Kyrie wants to play for the Knicks somehow. So... He also had the Spurs on his list. Yeah. So, the, like, that could be... That could be good, but that yeah. That could be an even bigger super it, team. I mean, it kind of makes it so that the Raptors maybe have a chance. At winning the At East. At winning the East. Oh, yeah, they'd get domed in the, uh, in the final. Yeah, but, but I mean... It's, it's almost going back, like, if Kyrie... I mean, LeBron's good enough to, like, at least maybe make his team competitive in the final, but probably not. They weren't that competitive this year with LeBron and Kyrie. But it's almost like the uh, NHL, when they originally brought in the expansion teams, and then the expansion teams were their own division, and then the original six were the other division. And so the Stanley Cup final every year was just a sweep because yeah. it was, like, the Bobby Orr Boston Bruins against the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> Yeah, like four years in a row. Yeah, exactly. St. Louis. I yeah. did read that this story is getting twisted, though, in that, like, a month ago, uh, 
the Cavaliers owner, uh, what's his name? Fucking, Is it Dan Snyder? Yeah, Dan Snyder. Yeah. Desperately wanted to get rid of Kyrie because I guess he just hated his performance in the finals. Dan, no, it's Dan Gilbert. Dan, Dan, Gilbert. Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Snyder's the Reds. Right, 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 right. I knew it was Cavs Dan. I just couldn't remember what his last name was. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Uh, he desperately wanted to get rid of Irving. And then like a month later, Irving suddenly doesn't want to play there anymore. So, gee, I wonder why. But yeah. this is all being twisted as him being like a selfish player who can't stand losing and not a guy who got completely buried by his owner and was like, all right, well, fuck you. I just won't play here anymore. How's that? Uh, but LeBron did respond. Yes. He posted a video. I don't know if this was like an Instagram story or what, but uh, it's just him lip syncing to a rap song with the caption, Heavy Heart. And this is the they say they with you when they're really not. So clearly, not an accident that he released that immediately after these reports went out. But uh, interesting stuff. From a, you know, I don't know. The NBA is just boring now. I don't like, you know. It seems obvious. It's so boring. That the Warriors are just going to do this again, and probably again the year after that. It's just like, why? Why are we even bothering at this point? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the team's got to make money somehow, I guess. I guess, yeah. It's probably a fun thing to do to go see a regular season game. But I don't think anyone has any fucking hope in hell of winning a championship anytime soon. Doesn't seem like it, no. But you're going to go catch some games, right, Stefan? I think that's the plan. Yeah, I want to go to some Lakers games and some Clippers games and uh, some football games, too. Just for the experience. Of this, this is the perfect uh, seg for our SeatGeek ad. Let's do, a, let's do another one. <laughs> but you're just going for, like, the fun time of being at a game. You're not – like, even as a bandwagon fan of these teams, you're not actually, like, investing anything. Well, I don't anything. care. Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't care Exactly. All. Which is why – when people were like, why aren't you even considering being an Anaheim fan? Like, it doesn't matter. You're not really a Kings fan anyways. You yeah, know? and they're like an hour and a half away, too. Exactly. So. And you're not driving. That. Yeah, fuck that shit. I no, hate. we're not. I mean, I, yeah. You're not going to take an Uber all the way down to Anaheim? That's... No, not to see. No, it's not happening at all. I mean, there's a lot of former Maybe to go to down Disney, there. That's true. Yeah, maybe I'll see some around. Yeah, bump into Ryan Miller. Is he? Did he sign with Anaheim? He did. Yeah. Oh, I just have not been paying attention, and it kind of rocks. Yeah. Right? Isn't it liberating? It is. It it really can't, is. Can't wait for the Leafs, though. <laughs> like me personally. Yeah. I, I don't even care anymore. I love it. Uh, let's let's do the clip of the week because it's yeah. really stupid. Yes. It's very stupid. And then we'll get to some stupid ass questions. And then we'll wrap up this stupid ass episode. Of course, because uh, as we have uh, demonstrated over the course of the last 45 minutes or so, there's not a lot to talk about during the summer months of sports. Let's give them something to talk about. And that, that, nowhere is that more evident than in the commentary booth for a uh, midseason baseball game. Because there's a lot of dead air to fill in any baseball game. But especially like right in the middle of the season, I feel like that is when you are in the most prime 
position to get some real random bullshit out of the mouths of any given commentator. Oh, absolutely. Well, last summer I think we had no suit, no fewer than like four different baseball commentary clips. Yes. And this one comes to us uh, from the Chicago White Sox broadcast where Ken Hawk Harrelson and Steve Stone uh, got on a bit of a wow. divergent tangent. I just love their names already. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, Chicago White Sox. This is Hawk Harrelson. I'm Steve Stone. Hawk Harrelson and Steve Stone is yeah. like a fucking mid-80s NWA yeah. tag team. Totally. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> But 100%. We'll hear the conversation that they got to in the middle of a game against Kansas City. George was that one year going for 400. 1980. 400 yeah. until he got hemorrhoids. That ended that. There's <laughs> a strike. <laughs> Yeah, but as he said, as they moved to the next year, all of his problems were behind him, so he was fine then. <laughs> well, he wasn't the first one. <laughs> Apparently, first you, one. you had a battle or two. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> but I wasn't going for 400. <laughs> and as always... With every baseball commentary clip uh, that we get like that, the best part is easily in the middle of like the most banal telling of even a fun story, but not that hemorrhoids is the most fun story. They just always have to slide in ball one or whatever, like right in the middle. Like, like it's, you know, just casually still calling the game in the middle of talking about the pain in my ass. Well, this is a great – I found an article uh, – Kansas City Royals' George Brett, quote, the hemorrhoids guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the article. Huh. It's on a website called INX Medical. Okay. Uh, millions of Americans across the United States currently suffer from hemorrhoids, and over half of the American population will go on to develop hemorrhoids at some point in their life after the age of 30, according to the American Society of Colon and Rectal Surgeons. Hemorrhoids can happen to anyone, even celebrities and professional athletes, such as renowned pro baseball player George Brett, who played third baseman for the Kansas City Royals for 21 years. Hemorrhoids occur when the veins around the anus or inside the rectum become swollen and inflamed and can cause those who suffer from them to experience extreme pain and discomfort in the anal region. Hemorrhoids can be triggered by one or more risk factors such as obesity, genetics, chronic diarrhea or constipation, aging, pregnancy, or by sitting for long periods of time. In the 1980 world... The anal region is my favorite uh, March Madness region. <laughs> Thank in you. The, I just thought I would say that. In the 1980 World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Kansas City Royals, George Brett, I just love the uh, the switching back and forth from like, oh, here's the medical definition of hemorrhoids. Yeah. And here's George it's, Brett's It's more story. about hemorrhoids than George Brett yeah. so far. In the 1980 World Series between the Phillies and the Kansas City Royals, George Brett was forced to leave the field during the sixth inning of Game 2 due to experiencing extreme hemorrhoid pain. The following day, Brett underwent minor surgery to have his hemorrhoids removed so he could return to the field to finish out the World Series. During the 10th inning of Game 3, Brett hit a home run, which helped his team win the game against the Phillies with a score of 4-3. to three. Following the World Series, Brett was famously quoted, my problems are all behind me, when asked to comment on his hemorrhoid surgery. Brett said that afterwards, from October 1980 up until the time of his infamous pine tar incident, he was known as the hemorrhoids guy. 
Every time he stepped up to bat in a different city, Brett would hear players joking about hemorrhoids, which Brett eventually made the most of by agreeing to advertise for popular hemorrhoid treatment, Preparation H. He should have changed his walk-up music to uh, Ass Man. The old oh, Billy yeah. Gunn theme. That's a classic. I love to touch them. <laughs> I love to stuff them. Um, yeah. or, or Baby the Got Back. Pine Tar came out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was the Pine Tar, uh, that was the pine tar incident. Yeah, it was from his ass. Um, we also got a post in the Facebook group this week from the Beer Nerd talking about how Nolan Patrick's injury woes just continue. Or was it Nico Heischer? No, it was, it, was, no, it was Patrick. He had a boil on his face. Yeah, Nolan Patrick had a facial infection and could not practice as a result, which, you know, is just continues a streak of uh, random injuries for him to the point where at what point is, is it not just like bad luck and this guy is never going to stay healthy? I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's pretty hilarious. I mean, like you said in our group, it's not quite like Tyler Benson yeah, having I, an infected ass. I don't think we talked about Tyler Benson on the actual show. I think that came up on a mailbag episode. So if you are not a Patreon subscriber, Tyler Benson of the Edmonton Oilers, former Vancouver Giant, missed two-thirds of the year in his draft season by having ingrown hairs on his butt that gave him an infected ass. Yeah, And true. he could never play. It's a true so. story. So yeah, no, Nolan Patrick. It just seems like he's uh, he's having sex with a lot of questionable characters. <laughs> I mean, how else do you explain? You get a boil on your face. So you can't play <laughs> hockey. That's pretty extreme. He's been cursed by a witch. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's got a hex. Nolan Patrick, that, and he missed most of this season and the season before. Yeah, he's he he could be heading down a long road of being injured. Every yeah. Minute. I feel like at about maybe maybe like two more years, and then it's safe to just write him off forever. Probably it's possible. You never know. <laughs> well, how, we, how are the questions looking? Yeah, should we take a dip into the mailbag here? Let's, Let's look dip. at our top three questions of the week. Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch. <laughs> Murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. All right, here we go. Question number one comes to us from Owen at Owensy. And he says, RGS threesome, who comes first? Me. <laughs> yeah, why do you think you would come first? I, because I, I mean, well, actually, I don't know. Because I've never... Um... Like, fucked a man's ass before. So I don't know if... Have you fucked a man's mouth? I guess that would... Yeah. Well, I haven't fucked your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, if I'm... If I've been jacking off Wait, so, lot, you, so you have had your dick sucked by a dude before? No, not by you guys. I said by um, a dude. I, by a dude, though. Yeah, no, but not, not by you guys. Um, if I... So, like, if I jacked off a lot of, like the death grip sort of where it's like oh it's gonna be kind of harder because i you know what i mean so no, I, don't I, know. I don't know I what you I, mean can you explain I, it like i squeeze it I, I just jack off too much i squeeze it too hard and it's like there's less it's like harder to when you're actually doing and then also the antidepressants kind of like throw you throw off of your game as well um those affect your, those there. affect your sex drive uh, they just affect the act of uh ejaculating oh okay so uh, like you have orgasms but you don't come no, like it's you can't. It's just reaching it is is like a, it's a struggle. It's like it's like Sisyphus, you know. Like you keep 
It's right. I, I, yeah, I would it compare. Just keeps rolling back it down it the hill. Okay, wait. So you're on antidepressants yeah, exactly. that make it so that you can't come. Doesn't that seem like a bit of a catch twenty two? Um, you get used to it after a while, and and then you start to be able to come. You fight through it. So. Okay, fair. I mean, fair enough. I just, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, if you're already yeah. sad, not being able to come seems like it would make it far worse. I mean, if you just stopped taking your oh, medication it's, it's, and you came, don't you think you'd be so happy that you wouldn't need the pills anymore? Well, I don't I know, mean, Justin. Like you came 20, this week, and seconds. it made you pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin didn't say that he came. I don't think. Ju- oh, uh, that's there's true. No true. That Justin true. Came. I did not say that. Well, I'm just assuming. He so. got drenched. But... <laughs> I think Justin would be. Uh, I was. I was definitely seated in the splash zone. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, Justin was at a Guar concert. Oh my god! What's what's the question even again? Who, who comes first <laughs> in an RGS threesome? Oh my god! I think I have. Yeah, I, I mean, got I endurance, guess. so it's not me. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll just agree with Stefan. I don't even. I don't even think I want to answer. Yeah. That someone question. just has to volunteer themselves, and we have to be like, "Well, sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, why not?" I'd agree. Uh, Please tell like the episode title has to reference squirting in some way. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it, probably. It, some, it has to. Yeah, some kind of, some kind of. Uh, this is gonna be uh, yeah. the, oh, the yeah, new thing it. in the Facebook. Group I was trying to think of like what song lyric would terms. put would fit perfectly, and I think it should be "I squirt myself today," like I hurt myself today. <laughs> no, because that'd be no. real sad. Oh no! I squirt myself today. <laughs> be pretty good. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> I'm just picturing Johnny Cash doing a cover of, I mean, yeah, Johnny Cash, like, in a sad black and white video. He's, like, dying, and he's just singing about squirting. Yeah, exactly. I will make you squirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys both, you guys both uh, laughed at my pun, but there's a lot going on there that uh, you can really pull from. Um, okay, so <laughs> question two. Uh, so uh, our first question came in from Steve Ott, Dylan Sears, and we did not like this question, but the follow-up question is great, and I need to read both questions to make the follow-up question funnier. So this question from Dylan is, you have been tasked with preventing another NHL lockout before the CBA expires. How do you do it? And we did not like that question, but we did enjoy Ryan at Verviticus's follow-up question, which was, you've been tasked with guaranteeing the most destructive possible lockout when the CBA expires. How do you do it? Hmm. I mean, I think I would get Chris James involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, okay. it's, he, he's the type of guy you want on your side for this type of thing. Well, and he has and he has Gary Bettman's number. That's true. 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 Yeah. So that's good. That's a good thing to have. I would ju- I would just say, Chris, just just do do what you can and uh, start another lockout, and I think he'd be able to pull it off. I'm going to uh, install a new head of the NHLPA to handle all of the negotiating, and his name is Bobby Holik, and he's going to like one of the things he's going to promise when he when he like makes his run, and I'm assuming all the players vote on who represents them. And Bobby Holik is going to promise them all $10 million a year contracts like he got. Or at least every third-line center deserves a $10 million contract. So, uh, you know, like that was one of the things from the last lockout was that 
we had to save the owners from themselves because they're too stupid to not give shitty players extremely huge money deals. But uh, I feel like we should undo that, and we should uh, start saving the players from the owners and make sure that every player gets the stupidest fucking contract possible again. Make the NHL great again, Bobby Holy. (laughs) I think you can do it. I like it. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to say we need to make the cap $20 million. What? And they just got to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) The NHL just has to go to the NHLPA and be like, look, listen, guys, I know we've been saying that the – because there are new TV deals coming up too, right? So because they're they're saying that there may be a similar effect in the NHL that there was in the NBA last year when all of those like really fringe players were given obscene contracts. Like obviously it wouldn't be the same scale as the NBA, but they were talking about how the NHL cap might go up by like – seven or ten million in a year kind of thing uh, because they're negotiating a new TV deal. So for me, I'm going to say they're going to negotiate the TV deal extremely poorly. And then they're going to be like, oh, guys, listen, uh, we actually, turns out, did not read the fine print. Yeah. And uh, the only thing... We're back on Versus, and uh, Versus isn't around anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Slice TV has agreed to pick up our games. (laughs) But, What's uh, the like <laughs> secondary cooking channel? I think it's called like Gusto. Oh yeah, Gusto. Let's get yeah. the NHL on that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a slice Gusto <laughs> partnership. <laughs> and uh, Gusto. Yeah, and the San Jose Sharks play on Out TV, and uh, <laughs> that's it. And then they have to yeah. So the deal's so bad, the cap's now twenty mil, and they have to just make it work. So the AHL is going to be the best hockey league in the world. Because every team will keep, like, one good player, and then it'll be just a bunch of shitty replacement players. You're watching Fuse, the official network of the NHL playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. And <laughs> no, it'll be on, it'll be on CISO. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. NBC's uh, once, streaming comedy network. Once you're done streaming Monty Python's Flying Circus, be sure to catch yeah. the Capitals and the, yeah. the Penguins later tonight. S- speaking of bajillion dollar properties, <laughs> we've got the Leafs and Habs tonight here on CISO. <laughs> Live from the ACC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, and last question. No, see, they, that's the thing, too. The stadiums don't have money anymore, so they're not sponsored by Air Canada or anything okay, like okay, that. Okay. It's like the uh, here it's the LA Kings live at the Del Taco Center. Uh, I guess Del Taco's probably has lots of money. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if Pink Taco could afford to try and sponsor that oh, Arizona yeah. stadium that they were denied access oh, to, yeah, that's true. Del Taco could probably they could afford probably it. Do it. I'm, I'm sure. Um, okay, and this number one question of the week comes in from longtime day one listener uh, Aaron Mackay. And, uh, and this was something that we got into a heated debate about on the RGS Facebook group. And again, we've referenced that a bunch of times. If you're not in the group, it is a lot of fun. Please join us yeah, on do Facebook. It. What are you waiting for? Um, but uh, we got into a heated debate over fast food. And Aaron uh, sums it up by asking us this question to talk about on the episode. If you could eat... At, if you could only eat at one fast food restaurant for the rest of your life for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which would you choose? Now, I'm, I don't know if he means that you can only eat at this restaurant or if it's like you just... you must eat every single meal there yeah. or this is the only fast I, food so restaurant you can go exactly. to. Exactly. The way that it's phrased, it's the second one. That this is the only fast food restaurant you can go to. So you don't have to eat every meal there. 
But if you ever want to eat fast food, you have to go to this it's, one place. It's like we're living in like the Demolition Man reality where there's only one fast food restaurant at this point. Yes, exactly. That, that the fast food wars have been fought and won by, I think, Taco Bell in Demolition Man? I haven't. haven't Stefan, does that sound you're, right? You're trying to reference a movie to me and you know I, what. I don't remember. Uh, I'm thinking of like uh, Idiocracy where it's Carl's Jr., I know that it's Pizza Hut and Taco Bell where they like changed which restaurant it was in the European version of the movie, but I can't remember who was in like the actual North American cut. I'm thinking Taco Bell, yeah. and that they didn't have Taco Bell in Europe, so they made it Pizza Hut for I'm, the European version. I'm looking version. at it. Uh, Demolition Man Restaurant Wars. It's definitely... It says, yeah, it's Taco Bell is the lone chain restaurant left in the entire world. Um, yeah, so that's the, the American one is Taco Bell. But in the European cut of the film, I'm looking it's it up Pizza here. Hut. No, I'm, I already know. I'm okay. very confident in my so My, my choice trivia. would be A&W. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like that is the, the only choice that you can make with the inclusion of, of the breakfast menu. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I think A&W is a horrible choice. What? Because where are you going to go in the States? Does A&W, have A&W down here? I think so, yeah. Not it's that not many. As, it's not as big as it is in Canada. Not that many. But A&W root beer definitely exists oh, in Canada. Oh, for sure. Or in the States, of rather. Course. Which means I think the restaurant probably There are does not too. that many restaurants down there. So if you're ever in the States, you can't eat fast food. Oh, that's true. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, that's a real yeah, problem. I'm going to stick I'm going to stick with A&W. Uh, it's All right. It's, well, you're the one who lives in the states, so I guess you're not eating fast food for the next year. I know. I am trying to eat healthier, so that's why. Oh, okay, right. I forgot. Yeah, you're like going to the gym now and stuff. But like I I prefer I think Wendy's has the best burger game overall. So if yeah. I'm going there for lunch or dinner, that's where I would pick, but I don't think they do breakfast. And if uh, they, they do, no, they don't. And if they do, I don't have any faith in it being they, good. They they don't. Maybe in the states they do, but they don't in Canada, but the, um, I don't, I would just never, like, if it's just the only fast food restaurant we can go to, I never eat fast food for breakfast I'm, ever. I'm assuming though that this is the only restaurant that I can eat at period. Okay. That well, this and that, is the only, so that's th- a this different, is what I have to eat. Okay. So that's a different question. Yes. I, if it's the, if it's the only one I'm like, I'm just choosing the only one, like I never, I, I honestly cannot remember the last time I had fast food breakfast. So okay. I would choose Wendy's for sure. But this is a fascist society where you are forced to eat fast food every day. Every meal. Okay. So for <laughs> that one, um, I'm going to go McDonald's. It's the only thing that's different about yeah. society overall. Exactly. <laughs> Everything else is the same, uh, except I'm forced to go to it's one a specific dictatorship where yeah. we all have to eat. So I'm going to go food. McDonald's because then I can travel. Okay. Uh, because then I can eat. Like, presum- there are presumably some places with no Wendy's. True. So I'm going to go to McDonald's for convenience and also, like, if I can only eat fast food for every meal, I might as well die quicker. When I lived up north, it was like a big deal to go to Fort St. John. Because they had a Wendy's, and it was like the only town up north that right, had, had a Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. See, so. Uh, but yeah, I think A and W is the prime pick here because their breakfast is really good, and just even like the ingredients that they put in their burgers, like the tomato slice. They're fresh. And the, like the, the pickles the in an A and W burger are so good. Yeah, the produce seems legit. Yeah, I like A and W. Like absolutely. But. Uh, so I hope these fast food takes are okay. With Karen DeGroff, and we don't need they're, another fucking intervention this they're week. They're not. Well, our American listeners don't know what A&W is, probably, so they're just going to be like, well, I don't 
this is stupid. I don't know what they're talking about. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for the mailbag That's this it. week. And we will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I like that the Pokemon Go convention was a total shit show disaster. And none of it worked. It was like, they're, you know how last year, like, everyone was so into Pokemon Go. And, like, I do it, remember would just, like it would just, like, fail at, how, like, how really now, bad times. How now they still I, are, like, Justin Moore? Yeah, because they added a bunch of new Pokemon and... Yeah, they, so they added a bunch of new stuff. And they there's legendary updated it Pokemon with all now. like the gold and silver Pokemon also. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't know. But I means. still just see fucking Pidgeys everywhere. So even with the new variety, I'm still getting the same old bullshit every I time I play it. I thought you said you weren't it. playing it. I may have booted it up earlier <laughs> this week just to see how it was going for the first time in several months, might I add. Okay. I mean, whatever. But there was a convention? Was like this attached to Comic-Con? Uh, no, this was in Chicago. Ah. And so people flew out there for it and... None of it worked. It was a total disaster. Uh, the CEO of like Niantic or whatever got booed off the stage by a bunch of Pokemon fans. It was hilarious. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, great. hopefully there's some good video of that that I can put up on the blog this week. Um, yeah, I am there going, is, I think. I'm going to uh, turn the tables and recommend a movie this week. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. I talked about it on the show last week, and I followed through on my promise, and I went to see it. I saw The Big Sick this week. And uh, it was uh, absolutely a great film. Really liked it. It's kind of like, um, to me, it's like what I thought Trainwreck was going to be. Because like in my mind, uh, and the way way people were talking about it is like that Trainwreck was going to be this like romantic comedy, but like more focused on the comedy. And it was really going to like subvert your like typical expectations of a romantic comedy, which it didn't at all. But it was just like, it's, I will say, cause I recommended it on the show when it came out that it's just a gender flip basically. Yeah, exactly. But in every possible way where like LeBron is playing the, the like Judy Greer style. Yeah, character. yeah, totally, totally. And like, and I get that part of it definitely, but I just felt like as far as the like rom-com thing goes, it was very romantic standard. comedy, very yeah. standard. So this felt like more of like what I was expecting when I saw Trainwreck. And uh, yeah, so I just really liked it. I mean, I like Kamel's stand-up and uh, it's about uh, Kamel Nanjiani and his wife, Emily Gordon. They co-wrote the movie together. He stars in it. She doesn't. Um, it's Zoe Kazan, who's also excellent. And it's just basically about their actual life story of how they met. And then she got very, very sick and almost died and how all that played into their relationship. And, uh, her parents are played by Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, and they're both phenomenal in it. And it has one, there's one line and I, I won't spoil it. Uh, but if you've seen it, feel free to DM me and we can talk about it. But there's one line in the movie that Kamel has when he first meets Ray Romano and Holly Hunter that might be one of the hardest times I've ever laughed at a movie. All right. So, uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen it yet and you are and you are looking for something just nice to take your lady or your man out to, uh, The Big Sick. 
I plan to see right. it at some point this week, hopefully. Yeah, there you go. So we will see. Uh, but I'm going to recommend a uh, stand-up special. Oh, okay. Uh, from Netflix that I've been meaning to watch for a couple weeks now. Finally got around to it. Uh, my favorite comedian, in fact, and John, you know what I'm going to say I here. do. I do know what you're going to uh, say, and it is very good. Yeah, and it, we saw him at the Biltmore we like did. two years ago. And it was so funny. And it was largely almost exactly the same set that is what is the Netflix special. For the most part, there's some new stuff. Uh, no, because that was most of that stuff he was working on was on the Charleston special. Because oh, really? he played piano at our at the one we saw, right? Well, he opens with this long thing about anal sex. Yeah, I know which he, he did, for sure he, yeah, did that. He at did the that show the that we were at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, it's Rory Scovel. His Netflix special is called Rory Scovel tries stand up for the first time, and uh, there's some like you know weird film stuff that goes on around it with the intro and whatnot that didn't entirely connect for me. But the actual stand-up special itself is fucking incredible. Yeah, and really like good. when I lived in L.A., I was going to the Comedy Bang Bang stand-up show every single Tuesday night back before uh, Cameron Esposito took over that time slot with Put Your Hands Together when Scott Ackerman like, retired from booking the stand-up show every week. Uh, and I, you get to see like the most talented stand-ups in the world just drop in at this venue for a $5 show every single Tuesday night. I probably saw Rory four or five times while I was down there, and he, like, immediately became my favorite comedian. He's I just find there's something about him. He's just the most charming man. And, uh, yeah, this special really lives up to that hype. He's fucking hysterical. It's such a good special. There are so many hilarious jokes. Rory Scovel tries stand-up for the first time. It's on Netflix. And I also just found out that he recorded a live record at Third Man Records he did, when yep. he was in Nashville. And I have the live Sharpling and Worcester at Third Man Records, so I should probably try and scoop up yeah, Rory's definitely. as well. So. Yeah, I know I like that special a lot. I really like the way it was shot. Um, like the venue, the way they constructed the venue looked really sweet. And I loved that there was like, it seemed like there were people in the audience that like really hated it. Yeah. Which like kind of made it better. And there was also, um, he, he did a long bit about getting a fleshlight in his gift bag at JFL. And I was watching that thinking, oh my God, John had the same root bit basically. And no, they were (laughs) different. They were different. Thankfully. Also mine came out before his. It's true. Um, But it was funny. Did you see that? And we're like, oh no. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause I saw him uh, not at the Biltmore. There was an, I I saw him recently here. Uh, Where did he play? Probably the more recent comedy fest. Cause that was two years ago that we saw him. And so I went to see him, or no, maybe it was at JFL. I don't remember, but I saw him, and I saw him do the fleshlight bit, and I already had a fleshlight bit, and I was like, oh, no. And your fleshlight bit was just born out of this show, I'm pretty sure, unless you were already doing it. Which show? Uh, This show. Oh, the Real Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was something that came from Real Good and went into your act. I think. Maybe I think so. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I might have been doing it already when I talked about it on the show. I don't remember, but it's possible. I definitely have some bits that came out of the show. But uh, but yeah. So anyway. if you get a flashlight again, can you send it to me, please? <laughs> yeah, I know you're really uh, lonely, and you can't come. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just like stamina. Pr- you know, it's, I, I just just throw flashlight. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Are you guys there? Yeah. Can yeah. You, say you, that just again? Kinda, you just kind of spaced out for a second. Can you say that again? Oh, yeah. I said, uh, send me a flashlight if you get a flashlight. Yeah, I heard that part. I said that again. Oh, okay. A second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just sounded like uh, fucking Megatron for a second there. 
It's all oh, good. okay. It's all good. We're 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 okay. wrapping up because with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is—I honestly forget their names again. John. Heather and Ben. Heather and Ben. Thank you so much. Our intern this week, the fine folks at SeatGeek. It's a very progressive company made up entirely of ladies. We're a big fan of what they're doing, and we hope you are too. Promo code real good, twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. Check it out. Uh, if you like the show, support it. Patreon.com slash show. The only way that you can guarantee that we continue to do this week after week uh, is if we, you know, we look after me. Help me pay my bills here. Five bucks a month gets you some sweet bonus content. Patreon.com slash show. You can find us online, www.realgoodshow.com, twitter.com slash show, facebook.com slash group slash show. And as we mentioned multiple times over the course of this episode, the Facebook group is a ton of fun. If you're not in there, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Wasting all of our time. Yeah, come in and waste yeah, more time. Yeah, get us. in there, waste your time together with people who uh, have common interest in this show at the very least. Until next week. Oh, yeah, and rate and review the show on iTunes. I feel like I don't tell people to do that enough anymore. And tell people that you like yeah, it. Yeah, definitely do that. Until next week, though. If, 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 like, if, if, five of, if five of you do that, we'll probably like move up the... like if, if literally five people listening to the show rate and review us this week... We'll like move up the charts. Definitely. I think that's how it works. Guaranteed. Yeah. But until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Squirting. Yeah, that. You I just totally blanked. I totally blanked. No, I said nothing. I knew what it was going to be. I 100% blanked. Yeah. I would have said real good squirting also because it's RGS. Yeah. But I just was like, it was oh, like almost yeah. one of those, like, I forgot we were doing that bit. Like, I was getting ready to take my headphones off. And uh. then I was like, oh, yeah, I got to do the bit. And then I was like, oh, what word? Uh, and then I just lost it. You know what her favorite Pokemon is, though? Squirtle. Oh, no. <laughs> Obviously. That's what, when we it's were actually, talking about. It's actually Charmander. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so charming. Yeah. Because you're a charm man. Mm-hmm. Durr. Durr. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we got to quit the show now. <laughs>
Four hundred. Nineteen eighty. Four hundred. Yeah. Until he got hemorrhoids. That ended that. 